And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Ooh, welcome to Box Podcast, where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Coming up on episode 47, Elon Musk slowly taking over the world. Nicolas Cage stars as himself, and so much more. My name is Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by my main man, Aruba there. It's Mr. Cushé. It's good to see how you doing, buddy. What's good, y'all? It is the best part of Wednesdays. It's Waffle Box Wednesdays. And guys, I am so happy to be here with you for another another episode and another edition and another school of fish. Mike, what are we looking forward to today, man? Like, how was your weekend? Weekend was pretty quiet. It's kind of like... That's good. Yeah, about, did a bit of chauffeuring and then kind of just mm-hmm. nothing. Do you know what I have been obsessed with lately? Mm, no. This Amber Heard Johnny Depp court case. Oh yeah. It's oh my pretty, god. Oh my god. It's, it's tragic and comedic and, and all at the same time. But like, you know, these these are real people having real problems. But but then this chick like shit in a bed. And it's, yeah, like, I don't know, know what to believe anymore. I don't know the what thing, to believe anymore. The thing I've noticed, I've I've I have no idea what they're talking about half the time. But I'm gripped. Mm-hmm. I don't know what like there'll be literally one of them would be like whoa what color would you say the grass was that day and then the the witness would be like well i think the color was great and then the other one goes objection that what the, everything they're just objecting to everything i have no idea what's happening but it's exciting but yeah i'm, I'm hooked i'm watching it for like eight hours a day wow that's a lot i didn't even know it was really being televised i know there's been like press footage and stuff like that but okay is it oh i've discovered it? i've discovered a new form it's apparently there's a thing called law tube where law people tube, okay. will watch live streams of court cases and kind of mm-hmm. comment over them yeah yeah i mean there used to be there used to be a thing called court tv and then it became like hd tv or access tv or something else like out, when, when oj simpson wasn't on trial it wasn't doing anything but <laughs> yeah i'm imagining most of these through youtube or its most own of URL. is this through youtube or its own oh, it's, uh, platform? yeah it's it's youtube they're just calling okay, themselves gotcha. law tubers because it's probably cheaper to produce sure yeah basically it's, just, it's like us except for we're just talking over a court case but mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting stuff there's someone i was watching i I do wish I remembered her name. I do so it'd be nice to just give her a shout out because I got, I was entertained by her. I'd like to hmm. give a little bit back, but I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. But she, oh. there was like twenty two thousand people watching her live stream today. Wow! And All so right. she's just doing doing like what the Twitch kids with the video games do. She's like she's just watching and then just reacting, like Ex- with exactly that. just a little a little, little figure of her green screened in the corner. Meanwhile, the case is going on in the background. That that type of thing. Yep, it's okay. Wow, intense. It's fascinating how that's that's a format now. I mean, that's just an accepted format. I mean, yes, with anything. I mean, it's like a growing, growing thing. Like, because no one wants to sit there and watch a court case. 
on its own mm. it's boring i want to watch it with friends mm. and i'm pretty sure right. i have no friends that want to watch this so hey i'll watch with her instead and she'll talk me through it it's exciting but yeah the virtual friend box i get it i have no idea but it's there's some weird shit going on because i guess because again i'm not a lawyer but there'll be that is true you are not a lawyer some things that the counter lawyers or defense lawyers i guess I like harping on some shit because they maybe they don't have anything else. Like I'm not gonna get, we're not gonna get because it's this would be a whole fucking episode if we talked about. It. <laughs> but um, well, there was well, like a psycho psychologist who said Amber Heard had something yada 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 yada, and then mm-hmm. they, the defense lawyer was like, "Well, is it is it not true that you met up with Johnny Depp at some point and had muffins?" And then there was like this 20 minute thing about muffins. Wow. And I so <laughs> what has the muffins got to do with this? Like the whole thing is obviously, if you don't know, if you are listening and you don't know what this is, basically, again, we're not going to get into it. We're going to very move on very quickly. But mm-hmm. apparently Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for slander and saying he was abused by her. That's the short, long and short of the case. I don't know where muffins come into this, but there was a huge section of this court case about muffins mm-hmm. muffins yeah. is no idea. muffins comes into play because these lawyers get paid a ridiculous sum of money per hour and even more so during court so let's let's this this 30 second observation about muffins stretch that out into fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars i mean after, do you reckon they do like when they like but they like offer their people muffins and they're yes, like, because if they're Johnny Depp them. loses this case, he has to pay all of her legal fees and they're anticipating that as well. I mean, again, I'm no expert, but if I had to guess, I don't think he's losing this court case. But I mean, it's still a long way to go, but this thing it's... is so crazy. It could go either way or the judge could just get fed up with it himself and just go, oh, fuck this case dismissed. No, no, no one. No one's a winner. Everyone here is a loser, including us. No one gets muffins. No one gets muffins. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Anyway, let's talk about more things that people on Twitter have been reacting to very oh. happily and as adults. So Elon what is Musk. The reaction? Elon Now, I will say so Elon Musk obviously in the news because he um, has agreed to buy a Twitter for 44 billion dollars um now i will say as of recording this just so i we don't look stupid because if it's all but technically he hasn't bought twitter yet he has offered to Not buy twitter deal. to 44 billion twitter have agreed to accept that mm-hmm. however there's some other legal shit that needs to go down before the actual deal goes. so as of right now elon musk does not own twitter not yet not yet however it's probably going to end up going through, but it hasn't gone through yet. Anyway, so real quick before we get into our thoughts on this Elon Musk situation, let's just talk about some quotes from him and some maybe some thoughts on going from this. So, so obviously he has bought or he's offered to buy Twitter for forty-four billion. Which for me, I did a little bit of research. Um, as of right now, Twitter has assets. Of around about, I think, twelve billion dollars. 
And as of last last year, 2021, they made a net loss of around about $240 million. So I'm kind of wondering where the estimation (laughs) of $44 billion comes from. But I'm guessing that's some legal shit and that they have to pay off the stock because he wants to take it private. So I'm assuming a lot of that is going to be to pay off the stockholders. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So $44 whatever. Um, So he has said, and I quote, Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. Um, Maybe I'm looking at the wrong parts of Twitter on that Mm. part. Um, I I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous, tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. Hmm. Push Hayes, first thoughts. Well, from what I understand, this was more of a fuck you, I'm just going to buy your company move. Um, He had already gone ahead and was able to purchase enough stock that equated to like 9% of the overall value of the company. That much I do know. And then this was the next step. He was just like, I'm just going to buy you guys out flat out. What, what led to that? I, I don't know. I like free speech, but there are times where I, even I wonder like, is speech maybe a little too free? Um, everyone's, everyone's found that problematic tweet and more times than not, they're just really questionable and not really anything with any desired harm. But then have you ever gone down the racist Twitter rabbit hole? That's some scary shit, dude. Well, That's... yeah, this opens up this, the story, um, I guess, the discussion of the majority of people I find online, not just on Twitter, all over the place, but the majority of people who yell about quote unquote free speech mm-hmm. actually don't know what free speech is legally mm-hmm. because yeah is it the the first the, ooh, i'm not the first amendment first amendment free speech mm-hmm. basically that speech, religion is etc etc long story short, obviously it's more complicated but basically the first amendment free speech allows me to say like joe biden is the president right now i can say joe biden's an idiot he's a terrible president mm-hmm. yada 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 and Joe Biden cannot put me in prison or punish me for saying that. No, he cannot. That's as as free speech. Like what a lot of people seem to think is free speech is, hey, I can say a bunch of racist, sexist, horrible shit, and no one can say anything back to me because free speech. So, mm-hmm. No, that's not free speech. Free speech. Like I guess, I guess technically you are free to say that. However, yes. it works both ways. People are then free to rebut to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like I can go up to my boss and say, "Hey, fuck your mum," but then my boss Our is move. free to tell me, "I don't want to pay you to work here anymore." So it's like, I never saw that coming. Oh my god. What? Yeah, what? I just told him to go fuck his mom. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, so 
like I said, whenever people ban around here, it's free speech. I always get worrisome. Mm-hmm. Those guys are usually the most troublesome too. So, and they got a chip on their shoulder, and they got something to prove, and they got to double down on it, even if they kind of know it's wrong. And I bet they do. And also anyway. most people saying want free speech are always the ones that are hiding behind like an egg on Twitter and they're fake. <laughs> it's like John eight digits. It's always some weird Twitter account. John eight digits. Yeah. John eight old, digits. Old Johnny eggshell eight digits. Johnny eggshell eight digits. You crazy bastard. Always with that <laughs> you, racist shit. You've done it again. Um I don't have a problem with Elon Musk, the persona or the man, um, but I also don't know how I feel about this. It's it's weird. I'm I should I should have no feelings about this. I should be like, okay, cool. But something about this doesn't something's not smelling right here. I don't know what it is. And, yeah, and I've brought it up on the show before. Like maybe we should just walk away from Twitter as it is. By the way, that's, 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 that's this kind five. of thing. It's like um because. Twitter is a social media network. At the end of the day, it's just literally a website that you log into on app. Mm-hmm. And no, this is like, I guess, the, where the, the, the generations differ. Whereas because the people, there are people now who are out there maybe listening. And if you are listening, mm-hmm. thank you. But who grew up with social media. And it's almost like a this is a thing you grow up you get a job you get a social media account yeah that's so once that whole thing starts changing it's kind of like what the fuck mm-hmm. whereas at the end of the day yeah hey if i don't like twitter i have it's it's a it's a website i have no right to it so i can just go away and go off to it but mm-hmm. at the same time as other people have may mention twitter is a very powerful tool now mm-hmm. so it is kind of Again, I have no reason to believe he's going to do bad things, but it is kind of scary to think that one person with one opinion, with one mindset, is now going to be in control of all of that. It's pretty freak. So, I have a feeling we'll be talking more about this as as the weeks drag on. But yeah, I'm um, I don't know if this is a bad thing, but I don't. Something's telling me this isn't a good thing. I, I haven't put my finger on it yet, honestly. I don't, I don't trust a man that's willing to lose $44 billion. I mean, he uh, that uh, every day. You know? still like 40, because you know, even me, again, with low business IQ, just mm-hmm. looking at the brief numbers and the business model, he's not going to get that money back anytime soon. <laughs> Like he's yeah. not investing this for a profit at all. So do we like, know where he made his original millions? I know he inherited it, but what what was the family business? Well, he made most oh, of his money so off rich. of uh, Tesla. Okay, because he has an estimated net worth of two. But what was the money before that? Three billion. Oh yeah. Well, he is he is officially the world's richest person. Through net worth. Well, through net worth, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, again, this is one of my pet peeves. Again, 
all the the people listening to this, I'm sure you're incredibly smart and you know this, so I'm not explaining anything. But just just in case anyone is, net worth does not mean you have that money in your pocket. No. (laughs) Yeah, good good point, Mike. Yeah. Like, it's uh, investments and, you know. Because let's just say, because I, many friends of mine own a home, but they're broke as shit because they're paying a mortgage, yada, yada, yada. However, their net worth, because maybe they have a car, and they, their net worth could be potentially, depending on the area you live in, their net worth could be like six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars because of the assets that are attached to their name. But they probably have maybe two grand in the bank. So it's, it's different. It's different. So Elon Musk doesn't have 273 billion just to be like, it's got a Vegas, baby. But still, I'm sure he's not doing bad. I'm sure he's doing okay. No, I understand you like had to get a couple of investors in on this as well. And then there's there's a bank loan also involved. All of it he'll, he'll take care of, no problem. Um, going back to my original question, though, like, did did Papa Musk, did he get his money? from like oil or conflict diamonds or do we know that if you don't that's okay i'm just yeah i'm I, just asking i don't know yeah all i know is tesla folks if <laughs> reach out to us at Wafflebox pod on twitter and tell us wh- how elon musk made his money or you know where did he get his inheritance from uh, i mean yeah he has his own money assume, now but you have to assume he did he he didn't start off with 20 dollars on a dream no and then no it's <laughs> i I want to say it's wild, commonly known that like he inherited money, but then flipped that into his vast fortune now. Yeah, um, I mean, he's I could be wrong well. about that, but that's that's why. Tell us, folks. That's we're reaching out to you. It'd be nice if you. It'd be nice if you called more than for just for money. Or maybe Elon, if you're watching, come on to the show next week. Yeah. You know, oh my god, that'd be nice. You can smoke a joint with me, Elon, and we'll we'll make the Twitter stock go down or or up or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how. Well, this if works. he's taking he's taking it private, so there'll be no stocks, so he doesn't give a shit. Okay. Well, so, there you go, Elon. Well, let's... open invitation. Come on down. I'll even get like a little comic book picture of you. It'd be fun. It'd be great. Oh, there you go. So yeah, let us know what you think. Good people of the Syrup Squad at Wolfbox Pod. What do you think about Elon Musk? Are you gonna? There's a lot of people going. I'm gonna leave Twitter's. Probably you probably won't. But uh, it's definitely I mean, gonna be something to watch. See how he, this he's making down. the newest cars that everybody loves. He, he's sending Captain Kirk into space. Like this guy's a smart man. Um, but and then I we also he's... make jokes about him being a supervillain, and that kind of worries me. So, I mean, at least his space rocket didn't look like a penis, like Jeff Bezos. Oh, um, I get those two mixed up. They both Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos sent Captain Kirk into space in his oops, his rocket with balls. Mm. There you go. Which you know, again, I think pretty sure we covered this on a previous episode. But there is no, I'm again, I'm not an, <laughs> I'm not an astro rocket scientist guy, but I'm pretty sure those balls didn't add to the lift no, or they, the aerodynamics. They definitely carried that wind was, resistance. That was by design. He knew what he was doing. Although I think the balls detach, or or maybe the, I don't know. I didn't watch the thing. Once once you've had a couple of kids, you snip them. The off. balls do detach. You they just, just snip off the balls. 
and then you get to enjoy your retirement. Ah, uh, yes. Again, not much conclusion to that story because I, it's very much the beginning. I'm sure we'll be circling back to that. See what Doctor Evil has yeah. in mind for Twitter. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. What does this mean? Like again, uh, I got a notice from Facebook last week saying that my account had been restricted. It didn't give me, or it did give me an example, and it was a meme that I had posted August of 2020. It was a funny meme, but it wasn't even my meme. Like I just clicked the share button. All right. But for whatever reason, that led to me not being able to advertise or, 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 or something else just benign for 30 days. I was like, I, I don't do any of those things anyways. I don't, one, that's really weird that you're giving me the strike, but two, I, this doesn't affect me. Like I can still go to the Oscars. I can still be nominated for best actor. I, uh, I don't understand what's happening here, but then, uh, you know, I, I called Octomama Ho on the Weekly World News and I got banned for a week uh, from Facebook. So I don't understand where we're heading with any of the social media stuff these days. You don't have any of that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you will. Who knows? Speaking of complaining, before we move on to... So now we're going to have a second segment because this is hilarious, right? So before we get to our dumbest world record, I thought... Perhaps this could be a dumbest world record of the week, but I couldn't quite work out whether this was officially in a world record, but I had to feature it anyway. So okay. a Dublin man from Dublin, Ireland, if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with Dublin. As opposed to Dublin, California. That's a Indeed. place. Is not a fan, shall we say, of living near an airport. Mm. So much so that this man in the year 2021, all the way back to last year, he made a total of 12,272 noise complaints about Dublin Airport to the DAA, which averages, as they say in a story, 34 complaints every day for an entire year and accounted for 90 percent of all complaints one man which is hilarious because all i can picture is this guy picking up his phone the plane's too loud hangs up and then two minutes later another plane takes off oh they're doing it again oh, the plane fucking too loud hangs up let her fix it oh fucking hell like, what, is it? what else he do with his life 34 complaints every day for a whole calendar year you sent me the article to this the other day dude and I had a a bunch of chuckles reading it this morning it's 34 complaints a day and if it's 24 waking hours if this man never sleeps he is just making over one complaint every hour okay Uh, you you indicated he's doing it by phone the article actually stated like you can actually do it on the website now too They, they got a website specifically designed for this um before we get a little into that and some more fun numbers i have to ask again like 
did that airport just open up four years ago? Like, was this guy on his family's land and all of a sudden, oh my God, there's an airport there now. Or did he move there and he's just being a cunt because he's about going back to fun numbers. You said it, he's over 90% of the complaints, but if you removed all of his complaints, it's like only 1200 people a year are making complaints yeah. in the neighborhood. Like this is, madness this is way bigger than get off my lawn this is quit flying your plane over my house i don't know for a fact but i'm going to assume that dublin airport has been there for a while um but this guy give him credit he is consistent because so in 2021 like we said 12,272 complaints um so in 2020 he made 6,227 complaints. So, you know, he's working up mm-hmm. so much. So, so as of right now, again, as of recording but in 2022, this man has filed 5,776 complaints, averaging 59 a day. Dude, what do you do for a living? Like, I, I imagine you're working three from home. If you do not sleep, that's three an hour. Three an hour if you, if do, you not do not sleep. sleep. Yeah, what is he doing? Like, like so guess what, pal? I, again, I, I, I asked, like, you know, did this airport just open up and you, you were there first? Like, but guess what? Uh, one option is just leave. All right. Uh, another option is just poke an ice pick into your fucking ear. Do not poke an ice pick into your ear, people, because that could really hurt your hearing. However, th- I'm just saying, like, you don't need to live this life. You could you could live the life of a, of a happy person. You if, if you want to be happy, sir, you could be happy. You could have that wife or, or husband. I'm not here to judge. All right. I'm from San Francisco. Like you could live just a life of happiness. Find love. Read a book. Oh, see a movie do anything but phone bill. be plagued by this I, you could get rent somewhere I, nice i guess dublin has a different phone's policy yeah there. i don't know sure yeah. yeah i wouldn't know what his phone bill would look like but uh in the 80s that would be a thing so i, and I would relate more but oh, could you I'm imagine if it was the 80s he's like doing that the rotary oh how <laughs> So yeah, like you said, his he's boosting his numbers up. So what I have to think is like next year, the RAA or the DAA, the DAA, the Dublin. I have to feel like the DAA like something sent him a sent him like a TGIF TGI Fridays gift card. Like here, here's fifty euros and shut up. And then he went like, well, if I if I got this for five thousand calls, guess what'll happen with fifteen thousand calls? whatever it was they might send me a tgi fridays and a best buy cart oh shit i'm gonna get that criterion collection i'm gonna eat some hot wings and i'm gonna watch the movie if i could get that chilies that double dip whatever it's called do they have a chilies in 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 dublin you wouldn't know but still in dublin Probably those. I was very surprised to see five guys in the Netherlands. Oh, Taco Bell. Got a too. few Hooters. I know that Hooters exist. Hooters. Hooters probably is pretty fun out there. Hooters was. I reckon terrible he, out here this, in San this seems like the guy who likes a Hooters. 
and I reckon he falls in love with his rapist. He should just he should just go to Hooters then and fall up. Yeah. Hey, it could happen to the to the best of us and the worst of us. Like going to Hooters and spending your time on some chick who pretends to like you is way better than what you're doing here, sir. Just just stop. You you don't you don't need to be this miserable. You don't. Like, cause you that's the thing. I I think he's genuinely that angry all the time because mm-hmm. like thousand percent the joke would wear out if you was doing this as a joke you know i'm gonna just phone up i mean he's committed to the bit for sure i'm gonna phone up six times an hour every hour ha ha ha, ha this is funny at most a week not three years like he is committed to this this is a question like, um, i'm now going now shoe on other foot. I'm surprised the RAA just blocked his number. The DAA hasn't put a uh, implemented a policy of like we only accept one call a day from this number. We will only accept one email a day from this address, and and that's it. You you got you can't do another thing for 25 hours because this guy is such a cunt. Well, Not you've got to imagine hours, they know him. Five hours. I, I don't. I, it doesn't oh, say they, his yeah. name. But I'm sure whoever picks up the phone. Hi, Steve. Oh, yeah, I know. See you later. Speak to you in a minute. Bye. Click. <laughs> oh, what up, Colin. Colin. <laughs> Fucking hell, Colin. Fucking Colin. Hey, all right, Colin. Oh, yeah. That was the two. That was that was the two twenty two going to Paris. Sorry, Colin. I'll ask yeah, the next one to keep was, it down. That was the four thirteen going to Istanbul. Sorry, Colin. Uh, hey, hey, we are an airport, all right, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what we do here, like right? Just flash on this guy. At some point, someone has to flash on this guy because I bet he's rude as fuck too. I bet he's not just going like. So this is Colin, and I'd like to. I asked you eight. nicely to keep it down. You're not listening. Another to me, plane is flying over my house. Another plane. Another. GD plane is flying over my house. I like, think he's trying to hold it back. He's trying not. He's trying to be polite. Oh, if if you do not keep this noise down, I will raise he double hockey sticks. Hockey sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted that you know that expression. Mm. But he did it in Irish accent. But I'm not going to pretend that. Just, uh, I I'm not going to try. I've had too much blended whiskey already. Anyway, but yeah. Shout out to Colin, even though we don't know if that's your name, but that's going to be your name now. Colin, not Keep off, doing dude. your thing, I guess. You don't need to be this miserable, bro. It, it can be better. Like, just go to a strip club, dude. Go or, or go go to a movie. I don't care, man. Like, you got to, you got to, you have to manage your time way better than this, dude. Absolutely. But from one thing that we're not 100% sure if it's a world record, but I must mention it was a record, to one other officially confirmed world record, it's time for this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. I do love this segment. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Why pass out? This week's Dumb World Records takes us to the wonderful land of Iraq. Mm. Uh, where so, Iraq uh, and Iraq... Before we get into this, Saudi Arabia, not Iraq. 
is trying to make uh, Marvel delete 12 seconds from Doctor Strange 2 because of a, res a reference to a lesbian marriage. Oh. I'm damn uh, Saudi Arabia, yes, yes. not Iraq. So sorry I butted it in there, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm just like, that's, that's silly. I don't know if this ever came over to America, but in England, right, there used to be slang. I don't know if it was too, for, for the lesbians. Oh. There used to be a slang where they would be referred to as carpet munchers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's common. That's, that's okay. a popular one. Yeah, it's a fun one. So I just, just like people like watching six seconds of a Marvel movie. Not too much carpet out there. Though, this fucking day, carpet like, munchers. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of like no carpet. Let's just say that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's that's a Waffle Box after dark segment. Anyway. dark segment. Anyway. Uh, yeah. This so, man. So Ibrahim Sadiq, 29 oh. years old from Iraq, strong uh, broke the world record for assembling seven one, two, three, four, five, six, seven MMs into a tower. Oh. Do you stack them on? I feel like we've covered something like this before. We I think we did something similar where it was like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like four. So I don't know what it was exactly. It's a seven. But the reason this caught my eye is because one, fair enough, seven. However, the article caught my eye because this man had also broken another world record. So Sadiq was able to stack the, the candies, as this says, into a tower of seven M&Ms, being the previous world record set by an Australian uh, of six. So maybe, maybe that was. Anyway, but Sadiq... Mm previously earned a guinness world record by balancing get ready for this balancing 18 eggs on the back of his hand okay wow but hmm. i'm just yeah. looking at All right, I, have, I, have, I, don't... I have generous sized hands so... but i'm thinking that's I have to At feel like he's using five, the six. grooves of his fingers as well. And then like, your pyramid and, But I, I can't even keep my hand, like my hand's still not that flat. So like, even if he put them in the grooves there and then some stuff like, wow, man, I, 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 we need to start like getting some photos or video incorporated into this. Cause that's, that's something I would like to see. I don't know why it's a world record, but Jesus, that's, that's, that's I, unique. I, I feel that I'm beating a dead horse with this, but again, like, at what point yeah. does this man? What were go, you doing when you came up with this idea? You know, I, can, I, I, I can balance a lot of so eggs on the back was, of my hand. I'm in Iraq and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching. I'm watching a bootleg version of Step Brothers from the United States. Don't tell anybody. All right. Watching my 17th episode of Judge Judy. Get those eggs. Anyway. Bored out my mind. And then it just comes to me like, I need to stack eggs on this. Like, can I? And how many can I do? Like, I bet I could do at least four, maybe five. Oh, if I could do four, I should be able In to pyramid do three. seven. If I could do seven, 
then maybe I could do three more, but then I could stack some. Ooh, this yeah, I guess you'd have to angle your hand and like <laughs> slow day in Iraq that day, apparently. <laughs> it was but, a uh, peaceful day in Iraq. It was, it was a it was, peaceful day. It was, it was such a calm day. I came up with the idea to stack, stack eggs on the back eggs. of my hand. 18. The back That's, of his hand. Yeah, like again, like I, I, I need to see a photo of this. I get because recurring... if it's just here, like if he's not using the grooves of his fingers, I need to know how he. I definitely need to know how he did this because again, that's the rationale feel, I'm getting. I, I feel there's a recurring theme on these. Is that in one hand, pun intended, these world records are impressive, mm-hmm. but at the same time. Well, no one's getting there. Why did you do like? Why did you come up with this? Like, why? What mindset was you in when you come yeah, up with like, this? Again, I would love to know what he was doing when, when he thought he needed to do this. Maybe he went like, to the shops to buy some eggs, and he forgot his reusable bag. He was like, oh fuck! And he was like running home, carrying his eighteen eggs on his hand. He's at the shop. He's buying eggs, but he slips on like some buttermilk or, or, or there's something wet on the floor and he accidentally slips and eggs go all over the place. Okay. They just all fly in the air and he just happens to catch like two, you know, we'll, we'll round down like even one. He'd be like, oh shit. I didn't know I could even hold that. Like, like again, look, look, okay. This is just, just, just my earbuds pill and it, 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 it wobbles. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go with man bought 18 eggs because 18 mm. eggs works. But you have you know, the, you, the, the, you're the 6, the 12, 18. And then he like, I'm just good. Just, just the eggs, please. And they was like, Boop. oh, do you want a bag? It's an extra 10 cents. And he was like, fuck that. Put it on my hand. And he was like, <laughs> They don't sell 18 individual eggs, man. It comes in a little carton. I don't know what Iraq's like. like, Over here, you get individual limes and lemons. Maybe in Iraq, you get individual eggs. Oh, god damn. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. It would still just be... That should be just a universal thing, though. Like, eggs are pretty... Eggs are universally fragile, like... He's probably probably carrying them to the to the checkout like this mm-hmm. for those watching like in cradle position but then he was taking him back to his car and you have to have one hand free yes. to do the whole doot-doot. so it's like so he's like holding him on his hand doot-doot. it's iraq they're out in the fucking desert the fucking chicken farms out there you don't manufacture those cardboard gimmicks you're 100 correct dude that's exactly what it is well, solved yeah. it so shout out to genius i still man. want to see a photo and or video of this Ibrahim man Sadiq. balancing even one, even one egg. I would be. I, I need to see what what this is. Jesus. Follow us on Elon Musk at Wafflebox Pod. <laughs> Indeed, Elon Musk next week come on the show. Um, all right, Jesus, we're already forty minutes into the show and we're only hitting the ad break. So, still to come, we've got the middle of the show quiz. We've got the Nick Cage, Nick Cage movie, Trapdoor, and all that more. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break.
What's up, guys? Thanks for coming back. The music is so good. Welcome to Love Box, episode forty-seven. Still to come, Nicholas Cage starts Nicholas Cage in the Sonic Talent. Um, but now, speaking of Nicholas Cage, it's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. So for this middle of the show quiz, Mr. Hayes, I'm going I'm to give you five Nicolas Cage quotes from movies. Oh, I'm ready. And you are going to have to tell me which movies they are from. You don't give me these in advance, but I, I'm telling you, I'm, the confidence is strong here. All right. I'm feeling really good about this. Well, you should. I didn't know. You're on a hot streak. I think you're, you're, You've won the previous two quizzes that we've done. So I know I did really well last week, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't the the marijuana strange did very well. Oh, so yeah. this, okay. So here we go. I'm going to try to start off with the easy ones because last time I think you went three and oh, and then I captured three, two. So I'm going to try to make it, me. I'm going to make it more dramatic. So I'm going to go with the easy ones first. So. Nicholas Cage okay. quote number one. Should I, do, should I try to do an impression? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> it's you'll be, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of changes around here. Papa's got a brand new bag. Face off. But that was with John Travolta. Yeah. But in the in the in the universe, it was Nick Cage. Asterix, but it, it's definitely from Face Off. Are you arguing? You got it right. You got a point. You I know. I'm just I, well. That's how committed I am to this, Laurel. <laughs> All right, Nick Cage, quote number two. I just stole fifty cars in one night. I'm a little tired, a little wild, and I think. No, sorry, a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. I've only seen it once. It's wildly entertaining. I don't know why I haven't gone back, but it's gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. Okay, there's the easy ones. Okay. So. Mm. That was easy. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Hit so me. now, quote number three. I mean, I'll bet no one ever threw a pie at like Harriet Tubman, the founder of the Underground Railroad. Can I hear that again without okay. the image? Yeah, I mean, I'll do it without the accent. I mean, I'll bet no one ever threw a pie at like Harriet Tubman, the founder of the Underground Railroad. I'm going to guess it's National Treasure, but I don't feel confident with that answer. It was the Weatherman. The weatherman. Oh, wow. I've seen that. Yeah. Two and okay. one, two and one. All right, number four. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. And one of them's me, and the other's not you. That's a the terrible Rock? Nicolas Cage impression. What was that quote? Sorry. Is it The, is it the Rock? <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer's oh, The Rock. Damn. That was from Con Air. That was Con Air. Oh, oh. So many quotes from Con Air. You've chose that one. So we're two but and two now. That. Here's the decider. Right, yeah. Here's the decider. 
Oh my goodness, I'm I'm scared. Well, I think we'd like God on our side at at the moment, don't you? Do you want me to do that without the accent? Please. Well, I think we'd like God on our side at the moment, don't you? Hmm. I do not know, so I'm just going to say Moonstruck, but I don't know. Oh, that one was The Rock. That was The Rock. Wow. That was The Rock. Woo! That's not even a, that's not even a thing. No one says that. Come on, man. Well, I think that was just before <laughs> like, they were worried about the rockets launching and shit like that. I guess. All right. Well, you Victory got to me. <laughs> I beat you finally. You got me. That was that was a tough one. I don't know. I, I don't know where we were going with that one, but yeah. All right. It was fun next to do research in that one. All right. So this next segment, if you haven't, if you just the first time you're tuning into Whopper Box, uh, the next segment is thank you. door. And thank you. Yes, thank you for joining us at a trapdoor where we take a choice of four things in the world and we delete one from history. Mm. This is a trapdoor. So this, we're going to start off soft with our uh, first round because apparently today, Wednesday the 27th of April, is National Babe Roof Day. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. are you, you're familiar with Babe Ruth, yes? Uh, he's be, he's but... the man, he, had, he did the baseball thing. He, he, he did the baseball thing for sure. He had, and the he had a cigar until he didn't. He was a he in his time he was a fat baseball player, but when you look at him, he's like, oh, I mean, he's just kind of like svelte and I mean he's he's a little wide, but I wouldn't call him fat. But yeah, that's that, he those was, were the metrics we're using. He was cuddly, shall we say. He was a big old racist teddy bear. He was he he sure did take advantage of that only white people can play the game era of the game <laughs> but anyway that's that's again that's a whole another episode we can get into that um mm-hmm. so there are four major sports in these united states of these americas so i think there's too many sports quite frankly let's get rid of one so out oh, of the wow. four choices we have the nfl mlb nba or nhl get rid of one cut it what's your opinion mr hayes it's it's not a i'll just tell everybody up front it's not a good one but being born and raised in california we don't have a lot of snow and we definitely don't have any ice so i'm getting rid of hockey and it, that's always confused me that we've have three hockey teams out here it, it's never made any sense to me like the sharks do great in san jose but why it's it's california there's no snow like little kids can't Dude, I can I can get a ball and a bat and play baseball right now in my front fucking yard. All right. I can't play I can't play hockey. All right. I can play football. I can play basketball with a fucking with with a basket and just bah. I can't do hockey. So hockey goes. Hockey is a very I, I, exclusive sport for people on the East Coast. 
See, we, yeah, we, we're going at this at two different angles. So you're talking about this in terms of pickup ability, I guess, of the common man. Mm-hmm. Whereas I am, to, I, the way I thought about this was watchability on TV. Watchability? If watchability, you're getting rid of baseball. I'm getting rid I'm of baseball. That. That's where I, because yeah, hockey, it. I hockey for me, for being the British person, it's kind of like, other than obviously MLS, you have MLS, but that's not a thing really yet. No, 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 hockey, not, as, not as it is everywhere else. Hockey is kind of like, to me, watching it is kind of the closest thing. It's like soccer on ice. Hockey's dope. I I, I love a Sharks game. Hockey. It's it's pretty inter- it's it's pretty cool, dude. I get and, it. I get what NFL, people like. It. Everything signed. Even to be fair, it's, NBA is kind of not that. NBA is the me. best live event I've ever attended. Honestly. But yeah, I like the fact that it's fast paced and it's done. Baseball. That's like you're could be writing away five hours of your life baseball is at its best is when you are playing baseball when it's and and more importantly when you get to hit the ball whether it's a line drive or a pop fly or or that that one in a million home run that none of us can be um you know baseball is only fun when you're participating in it it is fun if your team is in a playoff hunt. It's fun drinking beer. It's fun having all the fr- homies together and having a little barbecue in the parking lot and then going checking out the game. Like baseball is fun in all those merits. But if your teammate in the World Series, it is just boring to watch at home. I will be the first one to admit that. And I love my San Francisco Giants. I keep my shit right here. I'm going to put my hat on right now. But Baseball, yeah, baseball, baseball, baseball needs some adjustments, and they've been working on that. They don't make a lot of sense, but they're trying to make it a quicker game. So have I have I managed to sway you on your trapdoor nomination, or are you sticking with hockey? Well, last week, yeah, I, I I submitted your ridiculous opinion about Jay Z, and I was like, yeah, you delete Jay Z, you see what happens. <laughs> I'm surprised your house hasn't burnt to the ground. So, um. No, yeah, I, I can't get behind hockey just because of, of my geographic area. Right. This this Bill Bridges and this work together here, just simply because I was gonna I was obviously playing baseball, uh, but also simply because I remember one time I did play baseball, obviously not professionally, but mm-hmm. there was one time where I swung for the fences, connected with that bad boy in the sweetest of sweet spots that nice. baseball flew miles i don't know how to which <laughs> led me to become extremely cocky and confident to which the next one i swung for the fences and took a fastball straight into the ribs and i collapsed like a sack of shit so oh, no. I, that I guess well, you that took also, a ball to the ribs. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Um, oh, sh- um, so that's maybe that's what makes me hold a grudge. But I guess just because simply I'm a New Jersey Devils fan, and by that that means I just lose a lot. I can be, I can be talked into getting rid of football, but I think it's too too oh, no. 
to Americana. My football. Yeah, and, and it, it conflicts with your podcast, so that's why I didn't bring it up. Like I, I, I'm not a football fan. Like I love my 49ers, but meh. okay, you gone. Next second subject. So this is a very topical one because a lot of people are complaining and bitching about the amount of streaming services there are. And yes. so we're we going to help everyone out. The streaming wars. Yeah, we're going to help everyone out. And we're going to delete one. Um, so out of the four choices, we are going to delete either Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, or HBO Max. After this podcast you will not be able to subscribe to one because we're going to delete them from the world um what are your thoughts initially on those four mr hayes netflix is going the way of the dodo it had its time there was a time when you could find everything on netflix to the point where you're like you felt like oh i just own this on netflix now i don't have to worry about this i can just put this in my queue or my library as it's now known and I just pull it up whenever I want to. A lot of people within not just the United States, but the world discovered there are things called broadcast rights. And, you know, like nothing's finite. Everything has an expiration date. So all of a sudden things start disappearing. And with the advent of your HBO Maxes and your Disney Pluses, we don't need a Netflix now anymore. Unfortunately, you have to subscribe to six separate platforms if you want to see everything but we don't need to see everything but of those four netflix we're cutting you thanks for everything but goodbye see i'm gonna okay i'm break it down man I am agreeing with, I think Netflix is in a troublesome position right now. I think what mm-hmm. they're doing is they've relied on their market share too much where they haven't evolved. I mean, they've started to obviously create their own stuff and yada, yada, yada. But just to I mean, recent... say they have a, have a hell of an evolution, dude. Like they, they well, create their own I mean, content, obviously they started they don't out... even have respect for it. And they started, obviously, they have evolved because they started out as being a company where they would send you DVDs and to which Mm -hmm. they are now. It's a huge evolution. But I think with the whole news story of recently where they're going to increase prices and then they're going to cut down on password sharing and yada, 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 yada. My only concern is I've seen this before from companies I've worked for before in the past in England where Hmm. you get into situations where rather than, hey, let's try to work out how to make more money by getting more customers, you start thinking, let's see how much more money we can get from our current customers. Mm -hmm. You start milking Mm -hmm. and then eventually that's just always going to lead to maybe a short-term gain, but that's going to end up, your current customers are going to get pissed off and they're going to, fuck off and then you're just gonna be screwed so yeah i would be concerned if i was in in the netflix foundation right now i think they're in a troublesome position however for my vote for this one just simply because they've been having a working relationship with ryan reynolds and i adore ryan reynolds netflix gets my thumbs up for now and just because usability their ui user interface for the people that don't know those slang 
for me, Amazon Prime, just Amazon Prime shopping service, big banner, even though it shouldn't be Jeff Bezos, but their streaming service never really has much. And, and their interface is horrible to work with. I don't know if you've ever oh, used no. their app. It's horrific. It's not good. No, it's it's terrible. And, and for the longest time, they wouldn't tell you like, well, this is free because you're with Amazon or or this co- this costs three bucks to rent. Like there was a lot. To, or even there, now, there, there was a good chunk that shit of time. About that. Oh, if you want to watch this, oh, you need to subscribe to this other service. What? Oh, that shit is ridiculous too. Yeah, I don't appreciate that. But I also find that on Hulu, um, which isn't in the four that we're talking about. So whatever. Um, what I like about Amazon Prime is it's a part of a network where... I can actually take my iTunes media and watch it through Prime if if I I need to. Like I don't have to buy anything through Prime. I can just still buy everything through iTunes, and it will still show up on my Prime account. But you can do that. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have uh, it's movies anywhere, whatever that whatever that service is. You have to re, you have to resubscribe to it. It's free, but you have to keep letting them know that you're alive and, and not a robot every year. Mm, so I purchased some movies on iTunes. That'd be pretty cool. I have like over 300. I'm surprised I got that far, to be honest. I didn't really think iTunes would be a thing this far deep into it. And now they're kind of not a thing because they're Apple Plus. But where I'm going with this is my I can still access my digital library through another platform which i think is convenient so that's why i didn't say uh amazon prime i'm going to stick to my guns on this one i think just simply for usability and content their user interface is terrible i'm voting amazon prime gets i can't give you a reason i i can see i'm just gonna just yeah amazon prime deuces Ah, oh, that was yeah. fun. I feel cleansed. Yeah, <sighs> I mean they they're they're just getting into interesting original stuff, but still not at the way they need to Netflix redesign had. their app. I'm not to be too geeky, but Jesus Christ, their app needs redesigning. No, Good their Lord. app is terrible. Yeah, Good it was terrible. Lord. Anyway, to, um, what's the word? Um, honorable mention. I think I I think I might have mentioned it before, but Disney Plus also. You need to sort your Disney shit out, Plus, by the way. You, because Disney it's like Plus, you're specifically looking for Disney stuff though, and you happen to like have oh, there's also they, Pixar. That was Star Wars and Marvel. Like they it, don't they, have enough content to have Ooh. that many because there's always like, oh, since you watch Doctor Strange, you should watch this Marvel stuff. Oh, since you mm-hmm. watch Doctor Strange, you should watch this Marvel. It's like every just scrolling down. Oh, since you like Disney stuff. You, you like Star Wars? You like? It's just always just give me a list of what you have. Stop trying to be smart and suggest things for me. You are Disney Plus. I know what you have. You're yeah. not. That's like, why not we like, have algorithms, though. It's not yeah. like Netflix. It's not like Peacock or Parent Way. It's like oh, I'm not hundred sure on it. You're Disney. I know what Disney provides. Stop recommending me shit. Just let me find what I want to. It. Yeah, 
That's all I'm saying. I, I'm with you. I've been laughing that the last five weeks of Moon Knight, at the as soon as the credits roll up, they keep suggesting me watch the Eternals, and I was like, well, I've seen the Eternals. I've watched it already. I like the Eternals, but I don't want to watch it again. Stop doing that. <laughs> I, I I sincerely hate Netflix too. That, like as soon as the credits start rolling, like you should watch one of these other three random movies. You know, fuck off. Maybe, maybe I want to watch the credits, or maybe and I if, don't want to. And if you don't, maybe touch I don't anything, even want to see the trailer. On your second, I'm going to give you the trailer. I'm going to give you three fucking trailers back to back. Fuck off. Fuck off. See, Netflix should have totally won or lost that that debate, but oh yeah, and it's just like I should be able to turn that off. I don't need that. I, I can yeah. I can just judge by the thumbnail. Also, your algorithm is crazy. Like you you watch the right movie or the wrong movie, and all of a sudden, like you just get like this whole series of just like weird, weird. They're not even necessarily weird movies, but they're weird thumbnails. You're like, why are all these shirtless dudes on my Netflix stream oh. now? I watch. There's like, I don't even know what I did to do this. <laughs> why are these? You watch dudes? one episode of Old Enough, which is a Japanese TV show, which I think we covered. Okay. Maybe. I don't know what that is, but all oh. right. It's where parents get their like three year olds to do chores. Okay. Run yeah, we we'll probably talked about that like last week. Yeah. But you watch one episode of that, Sunny, next time you open Netflix. Do you want to watch like Asia? Do you watch all of this Korean stuff? Do you want to watch this mm. Japanese stuff? Do you want to watch oh my god? Relax, Netflix. Hulu had an amazing library of Korean media. Um, I did not watch any of it, unfortunately, but I, I skimmed through a lot of it and I am not up to date on my Korean history, Mike Fish, but there's this one spe specific dynasty in Korean history that somehow was the, it covered 500 years, but it was the basis for like 20 of the 80 movie or 80 series that hulu was uh featuring that one year and, and and like there's there's actually some interesting stuff like there's there's a thing about like a korean doctor from modern time somehow got sent back into time again to this dynasty Classic. which is like a millennium ago it covers 500 years so i don't know what part how long i don't necessarily know how far back he went but like he had to like withhold that he has like all this knowledge of western medicine okay so like you know he's only got like berries and twigs to work with again i'm i'm only piecing this together through synopsis but like if anyone like goes like i need to create penicillin here <laughs> oh, and, and if create anyone figures out that i've created penicillin i could get my head cut off like these are the this is the situation he was dealing with um it's always stuck in my mind. I wish I could go back and watch it. I don't know if it's available anymore, but yeah, the, that was that was our Korean media on Hulu for a while. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Some of the shows they do some good shit. I a good know. show is a good show, dude. A good story is a good story. I just I don't always, care about subtitles. Before, before we move on to Kush's movie review, which is coming up right now, this is my request of streaming services, whoever you do it, right? If there is 
a show that you are importing to an English-speaking country such as England or the United States, and the show is either in French, German, Korean, Japanese, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. please, for the love of God, just provide subtitles. Stop trying yeah, to right. awkwardly dub that shit in English. It's weird. <laughs> and 90% of the time, whoever's doing the dubbing isn't reading the subtitles. So the, the dubbing is speaking something different to what the subtitles are saying, which just throws me off. So That's a bad just, thing, just That's let them it. speak in their native tongue in whichever country this was provided and just put English subtitles. Sleep it I, got, I have to disagree. As much as subtitles don't affect me and I would actually rather watch the media in its natural language I, myself, Kush Hayes, personally, I want to start doing voiceover dubbing for movies from Korea and Saudi Arabia. And, what, you and personally? I want, yeah, yeah, man. At least play a character. If not someone's character, I want to be... No, I want you to do all of them. I want oh, to watch a yeah. show where there's like oh. an, a, a situation where there's four people talking, but you're doing the same voice. No accents. I'm doing different. Just you. Doing no the accents? I have to do accents. I have no, to no, 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 no. I just, I just want you to it's me having to work out which one's speaking at any point. It's hilarious. No, that's not going to work, Mike. That's not a good. That's that's not going to. Or your out. interpretation of what they're saying that'd be better. So like, there's a really. I can old, do that, but I have really to do voices where they're yelling at each other, and you're just like, "Hey, player, no man, that's not cool. I don't. You're just a jive turkey, and it's like this." Just, I think it'd be great. Kush well, Hayes do interpretation <laughs> of Korean dramas. That's what I want to see. Look, fool. I'm telling you, stop talking so bad about my woman. I, oh, I'm not pimp slap it. you so hey. hard. I don't know if I would use pimp slap, but still, I, I, I feel what you're saying, man. But like, I, I need to do, like, if, if you want me to do all the voices, then like, if a woman's in the scene, I have to do like a feminine, I have to like raise my voice and go, hey, Hey motherfucker, I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. And no, I'm a woman, you so like you can't... Samuel Jackson's just been punched in the nuts. Huh? I'm a bad motherfucker. Huh? I'm a bad motherfucker. Hey. Where's my wallet? Where? It's right there. This it's in the bag. It's the one that says yeah. bad motherfucker. I like where we're going with this, but I have to do different voices. I have Wasn't to be allowed to express myself. I've ooh, <laughs> any reservoir dogs. Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you, I ain't gonna say it. Because use a cigarette, use a British cigarette. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I had that in my sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say that anymore. Well, saved yourself from getting canceled there, Mike Fish. I think we can move on to the next subject. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just gonna cut straight into it. Kush's movie review. Ah, Nicolas Cage stars as Nicolas Cage in Nicolas Cage's something, something, something talent. <laughs> it is called 
the unbearable weight of massive talent it is not an easy title to remember i literally just had to pull up my cue here to recite it but it is a fantastic and entertaining film <coughs> nicholas cage as nicholas cage pedro pascal as some other dude not pedro pascal they uh Tiffany they, they have a nice as she's kind of in it she she's she's, a, she's in a trailer a lot she's in the trailer more than she's in the movie i'll tell you that much her and the other dude from mad tv um i know what about him yeah i'm there there there's something about tiffany haddish yeah what do you like i don't know i don't know what i like about tiffany haddish but i like it (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah i feel you man You, you should check out the card counter with her and isaac uh oscar isaac um it's it's wildly oh it was a very independent movie it came out just last year nobody saw that, it but it, it's that, out there is that the why uh the the moon knight guy the moon knight guy yes sir yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. i i, I haven't seen it but i know what you're talking about yeah you should check it out it's a very very underrated film but uh you you'd be like oh shit tiffany hash why are you so sexy in this and I was like, mm-hmm. it's just fun to win. I don't know. She's a winner. Hey, Tiffany, anyway. if you're watching this, you could be on the Waffle Box the week after Elon Musk because Elon Musk next week. Tiffany Ash does not give a shit about us, but well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk doesn't either, but I'm putting it out there into the universe. You know, Elon Musk would do, like, I think I'm gonna I go on these young, on the, these young rookies podcast just to just to shake things up, you know, like no one is expecting to do this. He's a, he's definitely a disruptor. Well, there's not anyway. Nicholas Cage, the unbearable as Nicholas Cage, is unbearable weight of talent. Massive talent. It's That's directed it. by a guy named Tom Gormican. I don't know anything. It's that he's massive done. talent. I'm not gonna collect it's his link. Huge. It's the biggest it, it's, talent anyone's ever seen. The story is Nicholas Cage is kind of in this 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 world we we know him to be in right now where he's done all this great stuff but then he has this weird period where he's not really doing anything he's got marriage problems his kid doesn't appreciate him that's that's a thing a lot of people can already relate to um he's racked up a massive debt at a hotel that he's lived at nearly most of the year known maybe some folks will relate to that but not the caliber of hotel Regardless, he's still trying to be an actor. He's still trying to be the best actor. And why wouldn't he? Because he's Nicholas fucking Cage. And, you know, he goes out of his way to get this one part. And when he doesn't, he's, he's kind of shattered. And his agent's like, so there's this birthday party in like the Mediterranean or it's, it's, it's on some secluded island that you haven't heard of. But this guy wants to pay you a million dollars to hang out at his birthday party. And he first, he's like, I don't want to do that. But then he's reminded like, he's got all these bills, which he does. Nicholas cage historically had a horrible thing with uh, the IRS where he owed massive taxes. And it's the reason why you see him in all these bullshit movies, like the last 10 plus years, anything you've seen him in that's bad 
it's because of this tax bill. Like, pay your taxes, people. I reminded you about that shit two weeks ago. I hope you listened because this is the reason. You could just be in a bunch of shitty Redbox films. Think about it, Wes. Could be, could be way worse than some shitty Redbox films, but you don't want to be in those either. Anyways. Nick Cage doing his thing. Um, turns out Pedro Pascal is being uh, he's being investigated by the CIA because they think he's, uh, if not a terrorist, a drug dealer or just, just a really bad dude overall. And spoiler alert, he ain't. Happy to tell you guys, he ain't. Uh, that's the only spoiler I want to give you. This movie is very fun. It's uh, very delightful. I'm only mad that they didn't reference movies that I wanted them to reference because Nick Cage's catalog, even with the sh- without the shitty films, is that huge. Um, uh, Kiss of Death, him and David Caruso. You guys got to check that fucking movie out. Like Nick Cage swolled up beat michael rapaport to death with his hands literally in the movie and then and still had time to like bench press strippers which i didn't know was the thing you could do but now that i do know in 1996 i want to be a part of it all right that's that's how cool nicholas cage is in in this universe did they reference so face off immediately um a couple times even they they reference face off they, they, uh, I'm sorry. Gone in 60 seconds. Yes. Gone in 60 seconds. Yes. Okay. There's, those are the only three I could really care about. Okay. No, I, they, I mean, he's got a rich catalog. So, like, when oh, they come up with yes. like uh, Captain Corelli's mandolin, like, that's, that's just hilarious. Um, but I wouldn't say that's a classic. Oh, I guess it is in a way. So, you know that one. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, you're you're gonna pick up every reference then. Like, there are movies that he's done with like Laura Flynn Boyle called Red Rock West, where I was hoping Mike Fish that tonight one of our quotes would be like, "Fuck Mexico." That's that's Red Rock West. Okay, yeah, I wasn't gonna say that just in case that's got taken uh, out of context. That, well, I guess so. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that's a whole other subject, and uh, within the context, they're like, "Well, we could run to Mexico." And, I've already said it. Anyways, the unbearable massive weight of talent is uh, four to five stars. Blueberries, anchors, gold guns, whatever. It's one of those movies where it's the rare case of, because lately every movie is guilty of this, where the trailer for the vast amount just pretty much gives away the whole movie basically i keep hearing people saying that and i don't agree on every all of them but i mean obviously i haven't seen this movie yet but the trailer i think it gives me a gist of exactly what's going to be happening in the movie like it gives me everything but at the same time it's a very it's one of those rare situations where even though that is the case where i think of hey i've seen the trailer i get at least where the movie's going Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's just, oh, I got want to see this movie so bad. Like it's, it's a movie definitely wrapped around a, a gimmick, and that gimmick is still fun. It's not even an original gimmick. This has been done before. 
um it, maybe even as recently as uh john the john malkovich movie being john malkovich i don't know why it took me that long to remember that okay like it's 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 very insider it's very very tongue-in-cheek it's very meta it's you know the, the nick cage is poking fun at himself which is hard for a guy like nick cage to do okay uh no, he, i mean he's he's done it thankfully like, he's, he's been on saturday night live making fun of himself has he been on saturday night live good for him yeah but that was that was when saturday night live was good and young and well no 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 this was political with, messages this was a, with andy sandberg era of saturday night live okay oh wow that even that long ago okay that's still within the last 20 years yeah yeah but so yeah he's not he's not this okay actually i remember that was promoting the second ghost rider okay so what 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 year we took things talking about then 2006 okay so yeah so since maybe 2007 2007 he's been aware of himself i guess and able to make fun of himself hmm. i don't even i i feel like a guy like him tries to not google himself uh, i feel like he's at that age where he's just like ah that's just gonna bum me out uh, everyone already is making fun of me already and you have to think of like even going back like the rock and going 60 seconds those performances surely he was just having fun in those he's not thinking yeah i'm gonna win an oscar for this you know what i mean i don't know no for sure he uh he recently came out with a a news article where you know he's promoting this new movie that we're discussing tonight and it's like yeah i'm aware i was in a lot of bad movies but i fucking put my heart into that like i didn't i didn't pick the worst i didn't pick any movie i'm gonna just pick those movies but i still gave it my all and you know you you gotta appreciate that like this guy got into a weird tax situation it's amazing he didn't end up in jail like wesley snipes but like he spent forever paying that shit off and i think he's finally out of that situation um but also he's bad with money he's bad i would give i mean unless i mean I would admit I have not seen every single Nicolas Cage movie. I'm not going to say that. No, and you can't. You can't. But I will say that he, like I say, yeah, he gives everything that even the not so great ones, you come out of watching a Nicolas Cage movie at least like, oh, that was a, that was a fun movie. You know, like he, he's he, never been bad in any movie. Yeah, he's, he's, He's been in bad movies. He's never been bad in a movie. Yeah, I'll give him. He's because there have been some actors where I'm like, oh, geez, why the why the hell was that guy in that movie? That yeah. was terrible. Where I've, I've never walked out of a Nicolas Cage movie going, oh my god, that was so bad. Was like, I've always at least got there something out of it. Trying to try, try and say he's been bad, and they're just cunts. Like, yeah, he's a legend. Um, Nick Cage's favorite movie is apparently the the most recent movie he did called Pig. Um, I did not like that movie, but I get why he did. And uh, I, it's just it it was just how it was sold. And he's not bad in that movie at all. I just didn't think it was a good movie. You know, After interview. Maybe he can come on after 
Elon After Musk. After Elon Musk. Jimmy Haddish. And then Nick Leach. Do you know there is there is someone actually I was thinking I'd love to reach out to interview just because so are you familiar with the video game uh, channel G four it used to be like a network oh, yeah. I think yeah so they're doing their own right? and there's like she seems super 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 cool and I was like oh, I'd love to chat to her about video games and things like that her name's Gina Darling right Gina Darling Gina Darling okay I'm not film. But the only thing is, I often just because of with my accent and her name, if ever I, I was speaking to her, I would feel like one of those over the top like agents in movies, where we're like, Gina, darling, how are you? No. <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously if I was talking, Gina, darling. Hello. You, you definitely have to be like wearing a a bow tie. And, and like have like know, a, a martini presenting Gina, her darling. some champagne you need some champagne and oysters i'm allergic to oysters but you need to like that's that's the situation that you're in when you're saying gina darling gina darling how are you and then we have to do like the the double air kiss gina darling come sit down very european well no european you actually you connect with the double kiss Weird American shoes where you'd like do the air kiss a hundred like a foot apart from each other. Yeah, well, um, that's just consent stuff, yeah. But then if you get real European, it's just like you triple, you do like uh, uh, uh. Mm. I don't know, I just high five now or fist bump. <laughs> fist bumps, the safest thing to do, yeah. I um, Europeans, yeah, three fist bumps. There we go, yeah. <sighs> Anyway, check it out. If you haven't seen it already, Nicolas Cage in the Amber or Nicolas Cage. Check it out. It's it's v- super independent. It's because Doctor Strange is coming out in 10 days. It's not going to be in theaters long. It, it I, I think it was the fourth out of the top five movies this week. So go definitely see this. I think it's going to get a lot of traction on VOD, but it's it's absolutely entertaining. It's a fun little movie. An hour, 45 minutes. Still could be shorter, but thankfully as short as it is. So, yeah. Go check it out, guys. Four to five. I was happy to see it. I had a double feature that night. Next week, we're going to discuss the other movie I saw, The Northman. Nothing else is coming out this weekend. There's another Liam Neeson movie. I'm not sitting through that. That's a, Liam Neeson stars as Liam Neeson being angry and killing people. I got to wonder if Liam Neeson is going through the same thing Bruce Willis is doing. Or did. Because he, he, um, he, Liam Neeson did a big, th- I mean, we can get into this next week, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, he, he made a big hit from Taken and then he just made the same movie. I don't know. Yes. I mean, he definitely was in those movies, but I think that was the movie he was presented. Like they just kept saying, you know, this guy was oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of great stuff. But oh, he he was he began with easier cast. movies. Oh, Very he much. got super typecasted, but he never said no, and people kept going to see him. Yeah, um, I'm, gonna say, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn down the money if I'm being up. With I walked out. I'm gonna play the same life. role that you did last time, and we're gonna pay you. Oh uh, yeah, sure. If I can do it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, why not? Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is. 
the longest episode of Waffle Box ever. But yeah, whatever. We're having it? fun. I think we are having fun. I don't know if it's longer, it. but cool. I think it is. But whatever. Longer the better, as the ladies say. Um, speaking of which, let's make everyone feel good. Well, this week's feel good story of the week. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Yeah. Ah, this feel week, feel week story. Oh god. I've- you know, I've been drinking. <laughs> this week's feel good story of the week comes from who to thunk? Who to thunk? Boise, Idaho. Who to thunk? Potato Town. And it features cats. I'm not normally a big fan of cats, but you know what? I saw this so when I was like, oh, I can't resist it. So this young man, Ben Miller. He uh, went to a, um, uh, the Idaho Humane Society where they had a lot of cats and things like that. Okay. Uh, that okay. were ready for adoption and yada, yada, yada. And this young man was upset that he noticed that majority of the cats didn't have toys to play with while they're in the humane society so this little guy decided to create a lemonade stand nearby and you know what i do not know what the hell he did to promote that shit but in one weekend this little guy raised twelve hundred dollars selling lemonade To which he then went out, purchased cat toys, and donated them to the local humane society. What I mean, again, I hate cats. They're evil sons of bitches. But you know what? That is. I hate you. That is. Show's over. That's it. Nope. Nope. But that is what a guy. What a like he is. They are. They're like the witches animals do you not like they've been come on that's is that not a clue which is like cats cats are evil is that not no, i love cats cats are not evil you you're a bastard mm. shut up mm. i hate you anyway. you're we're anyway. not friends anymore mike fish yes <laughs> whatever we're contracting maybe you're afraid because you're this. maybe your last name is fish and you're afraid of cats maybe that's what's going on huh maybe huh? Huh? maybe huh? huh huh maybe you are you my therapist anyway Yes, but shout out to Ben Miller <laughs> for what a guy. Again, I, I I would love to know his marketing strategy because I would, if he can raise $1,200 in a weekend from a lemonade stand, who knows what he could do for this podcast. But, do we know how many, how much the lemonade was? Like a dollar a cup or 50 cents a cup? Or uh, I believe it was $600 a cup. And he's both his parents. Six hundred dollars. Wow. No, I don't. I'm just making it up. I'm making it up. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much they were. Up. But still, um, I think he's actually done this uh, on a regular, and he's actually raised over two thousand dollars in total. But mm-hmm. just still, it's just the adorable. Like this little kid going, "Oh, these cats don't have toys," and so he went out, raised some money, bought some toys for the cats. Cat toys are already too expensive. 
What a guy. What a guy. That. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm down with it. Yeah. I I wouldn't have done it, but I'm glad he did. Ben Miller. Not even double digits years old. Meow, meow, meow. Raise more money for charity than than I have. Actually, I might have, I might raise more. I did it. I did it. But mm. when I raised, by the time I'd raised that much money for charity, I was definitely closer to thirty. So he's way ahead of the curve. So he's doing way better than I am. Some people are just better at raise, making charity. Good for you, Ben Miller. Yeah, shout out Ben Miller. Next time, do it for dogs, real animals. That she matter. Anyway. <laughs> Life. This motherfucker right here. All right. Jesus, we're almost like an hour and a half on this. So, but we've had fun. The longest so, waffle box is hour 40. Is it really? Well, we need to stretch this shit out. All right. What if um, <laughs> people <laughs> stretch it out? Um, what else have the, the young men and women got to look forward to who are listening to the Syrup Squad? Yada 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 on the Bosnet family. Is there microdoses coming out this weekend? We 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 might have a microdose coming out this weekend, but check out last night's season finale of the kick ass podcast. Teasy. Why are you teasing? Um having problems with a guest. So check out last night's episode of the kick-ass movie podcast. It's the season two finale. Me and the director of Pact of Vengeance. Master Len Kabazinski. We're talking about David Carradine's Circle of Iron from 1978. It's actually got the similar uh, um, um, MacGuffin in uh, Kung Fu Panda for all you Kung Fu Panda fans. So MacGuffin. That uh, that's the object you're chasing. Your 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 motivation, Mike Fish. Sounds like McLovin's cousin. McGuffin and McLovin, yeah, they 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 made a baby, and it was Circle of Iron, 1978. David Carradine. It's actually written by Bruce Lee. It's it's a very interesting movie. It's the late 70s, so it's very experimental. Lots of weird shit going on. If you you smoke the right stuff, or drink the right stuff, or just ingest the right stuff, it might be even that much better. But uh, that's what I want to promote. Uh, season two finale kick-ass movie podcast came out yesterday you should check that out new seasons of sweet science cinema and uh squared circle cinema coming up very soon wonderful stuff and if you do want to check all those out go to twitter and follow at the bosnet family is it at the bosnet family the Bosnet dot family and uh, at Bosnet family. I'm, I don't know. It's out. We're out there. Check it out. Doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. Anyway, but the main absorb. thing, he'll retweet it. So just follow him at, at Kush underscore Hayes. That's the main thing. And then I am at Mr. Mike Fish. Follow us at Wafflebox Pod. Go to enjoywafflebox.com for all the links. Go to wafflemerch.com if you want to buy some swag like the one i'm wearing that's a good looking shirt if you want to become a member go to extrawaffle.com uh official launching next week uh fingers crossed but until next week don't forget 
nine more minutes to check out. Don't forget to take care of yourselves. And... No, no, no. Anyway, take care of yourselves. And each other. That's all, folks.